0: Hello and welcome to FORM, a podcast that explores the artistry and architecture behind communication. I'm Silver
1: Wallace. And I'm Kate Douglas. In this episode, we speak to Todd Almond, performer, composer, playwright and music director. Full disclosure, I'm a huge Todd Almond fan.
0: (laughs) Me too. And Kate and I were actually in the ensemble of one of Todd's shows, Kansas City Choir Boy, opposite Courtney Love. Did you know I was obsessed with
1: Hole in high school? You actually introduced me to Hole, I think. I love Courtney. We talked to Todd about free will, the Black Lives Matter movement, meditation, living in a post-truth society, and of course, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Avatar, The Last Airbender. Here's one of our favorite moments from our conversation. So, uh, Todd, what is a mystery about communication you would like to unlock? I
2: think the, the, what came to mind when you asked that question is related to what we were talking about in the beginning about misunderstanding each other. And a friend of mine is so horrified. He's, he brings it up all the time. He's like, did you know that... Light does not go directly to your brain. There's nothing in your eye that communicates. Like, it's all messages. It's all your your eyes are just communicating something to your brain. Like, you're not actually seeing. It's just this organ that's like, this is the information. And so somehow that combined with the buh, buh, buh thing we were talking about I guess the mystery of and connected to truth like clarity or, uh, you know, like pure being able to actually express and take in um, like the full, true, complex thought because, you know, I would rather be, I mean, I like to read and I like to watch and I like to listen. So I would rather like take in information than give it out. Um, but I do feel like the filter of my brain, the filter of my experience, the filter of my eyes, my ears, my misunderstanding, like blocks so much of what I, what the actual information is. Did you see the David Byrne concert that he did on Broadway?
1: Oh, yeah. It's on HBO now.
2: It's on It's incredible. It. It's incredible. But he says this thing where he said, I read I read. About um, these like neuron paths in our brains and we have billions upon making this up. I'm make, I, we have billions upon billions of them when we're born. And then as we the all these connections in our minds and as we grow older, we start to drop. We start to lose them because we don't need them. And it was this kind of scary thought that, like, we actually shed connectors in our brain because, uh, like, we just don't use them or need them in our particular life. And it was a scary, it's kind of a a horrifying thought when he says it. And then later in the show, he says, well, I would like to believe that all those connections do exist. It's just they exist in each other and so we all have you know collectively we have them all it's just individually we have shed them and so there's something about the um blocks and the the shed connectors and the misunderstanding and the walls and the you know the 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 the, the um obstacles to actually fully taking in information that's a if that's a mystery to me that I feel like I wish, I wish it could, you know, kind of unravel all that. But then, I mean, I think of David Byrne, I feel like it's a beautiful invitation to like, well, that's why we need each other. That's why you can't live in isolation. That's why you, you know, you, we actually are a society and we are um, societal creatures because we actually need each other to have all of the information. You can't have it all. Right, it's incredible.
1: Love that. Yeah, in craniosacral school, we would talk a lot about baby brain, which is exactly Mm. that because babies are pretty open, communicative beings. They're communing with a lot of things. They're putting things in their mouths, and they're you know, you know, everything is possible
0: for all of you that uh, didn't know. Kate, Kate attended craniosacral school which a lot of people a lot of listeners might not know that about you my dear and it we'll is put very it cool. in the show notes <laughs> but
1: that i mean i almost think of that as meditation is meditation is touching in on your baby brain in which mo- there's potential and possibility and and more a wider perceptual field mm. coupled with community and knowing that complex problems require diverse minds and a whole bunch of different people chiming in. I think that gives me a lot of hope today.
2: I mean, that's why we love, you know, listening to people's stories or going to the theater or reading a book. It's, it's like you need, I always love that about, you know, when I see a a painting or something that I respond to, I don't have a great um, art education around art history but I find myself responding to like certain works of art and I think oh a great visual artist seems to be able to let you use her eyes for a moment or you know like let you just slip inside of her for a moment like Frida Kahlo just be like this is this is this is my experience this is my view and I think that is an That's when I get my breath kind of taken away, and I think, "Oh, I just, I get for a moment to use like her connectors." That David Byrne thing blew me away. I think I saw that concert like you know long ago, and I still think about it. Oh my god!
0: Right. We spoke to another. um, We spoke to another person, um, a writer, a fiction writer, a couple of weeks ago, and she shared similarly that she feels that when reading that is actually the closest you can get to being inside of someone else's mind because you are, it's also sort of a meditation and you are reading something, whether it be fiction or nonfiction, you are reading and thinking another person's thoughts, Mm -hmm. even though they are, you know, crafted more or less. And so, and that, that was, that was so beautiful to me. And I love the comparison that you make of seeing through a painter, a visual artist's eyes. And how all of these, everything that we're talking about is not just to, to solve the complex problems of the universe, but also yeah. to be, to, and also to, under, to learn how to more, um, what am I trying to say? To learn how to understand in, in a more wide way. Hmm just being with
2: yeah I mean we live on a in a reality where there's no we've we've all sort of we think this is the way to live or this is the way to think or this is the way to spend a day or this is the way, but I don't know we've just agreed on we I don't know we've just decided that it's not necessarily true it's not true it's not true at all hmm. I love unravelers. I like people that are like, you know what? Everything you think is true. I'm just going to take that thread and just like, <laughs> <laughs> pull it apart. Please. I
0: love that. I love that. That is Todd's favorite. Todd's favorite communicators are unravel. We'll call them uh, travelers. <laughs> I
1: love that. I can't, me. I can't read or experience too many unravelers at once because then I just have to, I have to go spend time with my cat or something. Because like, then you're okay. just a pile of yarn. <laughs> then I'm, then I'm like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have to just pet my cat for hours and, and then reset. <laughs> Todd Almond is a performer, writer, and music director. Most recently, he was seen on Broadway in Girl from the North Country. He has written several works for the Public Theater's Public Works, and his other original musicals include Kansas City Choir Boy, in which he starred alongside rock icon Courtney Love, and Girlfriend, based on Matthew Sweet's album of the same name. Thank you for listening in. I'm Kate Douglas. And I'm Silver Wallace.
0: Check out our Patreon for more content at patreon.com formapodcast.
1: This episode was mixed and produced by me, Kate Douglas. The theme song is by the amazing Warp Trio
0: follow us on social at form podcast.